2: Hi and hello, football fans. It's your old pal Dave, Dave Damashek. What's going down? I hope, nay, I know all's well wherever you are. Football season is here. Welcome to the Dave Damashek football program today. As we will do every week in advance of the weekend's actions, we're going to tell you who's going to win all the biggest games with great definition and explanation as to why those things are going to happen. Seated to my immediate left, first of all, let's say hello. You know what? I'm going to go over here. To a guy whose team almost made it to the NFC title game a year ago. High hopes in Big D once again. Let's say hello to him. You see him on HQ in the mornings on the network. You read his stuff on NFL.com. Elliot Harrison, what's the poop fella?
3: Hey, I, I tell you, that was a really smooth intro. I'm glad that Black Tie came in here and told you how to do the show. I mean, you- you never say hi, hello, football fans. And I know. He to told you me, he
2: said I should say hello to you at the top of the show. I, I so thought now you did. Have. You think I was a good job? Yeah, that's right. Like, all right, so that's that. And next, let's say hello to our resident Miami Dolphins fan on the show, all the way from London, England. Here he is, everybody. It's Handsome Hank.
4: He's
1: handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank. He's handsome, Hank.
2: We gotta get that open down. It's a little it's a little clunky is for it still those who, clunky? for those watching, and of course, we appreciate everybody listening on iTunes Stitcher or NFL.com slash podcast podcasts is how you track that down, of course. Also on YouTube and the links available, NFL Now, so on and so forth. Track us down. That's that's on you at some point. You know, it's <laughs> the 21st century. Get with the times, people. We're way into the century now. Figure out how to find the show. YouTube, like I say, in the short term at the very least. Handsome Hank, though, yeah, he does his whole James Bond thing. We have to figure out a yeah, whole...
4: Yeah, I'd like to get an open like James Bond, if, if possible.
2: We'll see. We'll mm-hmm. see. Like I say, YouTube is where you can watch us right now. Let's take a look at some of the comments we've been getting Ooh. from viewers. A lot of fascination with the appearance of Handsome Hank. Some people struck by the fact that he is, in fact, handsome, which is weird that, you know, of course, why would I make that up? I guess it could be ironic. Every, uh, every time... Ta-
4: Nicholas... Nicholas Lindbergh. He loves the every yeah. t- oh, I see. He Every He's time I hang song all some I hear is. Eggs. Eggs. He's He's had, had some eggs. eggs. He's had some eggs. He's had
2: some eggs. Could be good. Maybe it's like you, James Bond, but you're carrying uh, poached oh, eggs yeah. with you or something. All right, next up, Damashek. Way too high on the KC Chiefs. Yes. I disagree. Well, if you saw our earlier podcast this week or listened to it, you know that I issued my predictions fast. No changing them now. This is it. They are locked, and I am picking the Kansas City Chiefs to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Going plus all one. The way. Well, not on the Super Bowl, no, but winning the it. AFC West. AFC yeah, West
4: one. is one thing. Yeah, he says that they're going all the way to San Francisco.
2: Josiah says, "If Handsome Hank had better clothes, you could I mean, be on the clothes. cover of GQ." Yeah,
4: anyway. I like what do you mean? What's, what do you I, mean? You know? Is that lavender?
2: Oh, look at oh, that! That, that is actually a GQ co- cover that I did a few years ago. Now we're cooking with gas, and of course it makes sense. You've got that Euro fit. That, yes, uh, that <laughs> Henrik Lundqvist. Fit. That's what I was yeah. saying. Yeah, oh, look at the Hen- Henrik Lundqvist call from Elliot Harrison. I, we got a hockey team in Texas now. <laughs> we is that got Bell. We, we stole them. We stole them from up Minnesota way. We took them and made them the stars. We took the North Star. We took North out of the title. Should have Brett holes can- uh, goal counted? The one in the crease? No, the, uh, not no. by the rules. Of course not. That shouldn't have counted. But let's not talk about puck. Let's talk pro football. Yes, if you're watching us on Thursday, we don't know the outcome of the game yet, or do we? We're going to dig into all of Sunday's and Monday's games more specifically, rather than focus on Thursday night, the assumption being, of course, that uh, many of you have already seen that game and know the result of it. You know, Football Baby saw it in his mind. He is back for season two, much to my delight, and I hope to yours. Here is his pick for the Steelers and Patriots game. Like I say, he's on his feet now, so he's not tipping over. So this is, uh, this is our first go with it this season.
5: All oh, Baby, the baby who
0: picks football games. It's time football baby season kickoff
2: pittsburgh steelers new england patriots no no choose Indeed, but he's his own man, and, you know, listen, he agrees with the old man on this one. That home opener for that team always wins. The Thursday night game, we've talked about it quite a bit. I think it's 10 of 11 games, or 11 of 12. The home team always wins, so maybe, and hopefully, I look foolish saying this right now if you're watching this on Friday or Saturday, getting ready for Sunday. Anywho, fellas, let's get into Sunday's game, shall Ooh, we? Yeah. And I know, I listen... No offense, Kamish kadell and all the planners for the league. This Thursday one is fine to me. I, I, but to me, the, the the real treat is the Sunday games. You right. know that's the, and to me it is maybe the best day on the sports calendar. You know, I can make a case for the divisional round of the NFL playoffs, the first day of March Madness, but they, they, it feels special that Sunday morning, waking up. You know, sleep. In fact, handsome, you couldn't sleep at all. I on couldn't Thursday sleep morning. last night. Thursday I was night. so
4: excited uh, about kickoff that I just, I just woke up at two o'clock this morning. I've been going ever since, and I'm what? still, I'm I, so up for it.
3: I and I think opening weekend is maybe the underrated weekend of the NFL schedule. I think wild card and divisional round always get kind of the the props for being mm. the best weekend than maybe the Super Bowl. By the way, what is football baby have? Steve Grogan. Right. Football baby just took Steve Sto- Grogan and... Oh,
4: I think was that Plunkett? Was, just was that Grogan? I noticed it was an old... I think that was just the disgust at oh, having okay. to pick the Patriots. It's like, alright, yeah, I'll pick the Patriots, but Grogan, I know Grogan's gonna on the floor. I'm not going to happen. he's wearing his neck roll, right. so he'll be alright.
2: <laughs> Real quick, let me say this. I have to address something. <laughs> I have to address something publicly. Yes. You've heard me discuss it in the past. I'm going to bring it up uh, right now. My fantasy league that is with... Uh, with uh, cousin Sal from the Kimmel show, mm-hmm. he's uh, you know he's one of the founders of the league. Um, Drop some more names: Bill Simmons, yeah, sports guy, heard of him, yeah. John Ham from you know Hammy guy, Ham, you know, yep. St. Louis sports fame. yep, and so on. So I'm in this league with this group of guys, and Sal about eight years ago instituted a diabolical thing that the previous year's champion at the night of the draft, when everybody has finally gathered and is sitting down, ready to go, all their prep in front of them, then and only then shall the previous year's champion stand up and announce that he is kicking someone out of the league for, the, for one year. And a lot of people, there's been a lot of heat over this. Two years ago, in fact, two guys who had won the league were too cowardly to do their, to do their Uh, you know, the the required deed of kicking somebody out of the league. It's not pleasant to do, but you must do it. They pushed it back at the league. They said, everybody, let's do it like real survivor. Everybody write down who they want kicked out of the league on a slip of paper. We'll pull them out of a hat. Well, I had reason to believe that there were conspiracies lining up against me (laughs) headed by (laughs) Cousin (laughs) Sal. That's not so, like
4: you, Dave. To so I wrote,
2: just because I'm paranoid doesn't mean people aren't <laughs> out to get me sometimes. Now listen, so I wrote down Sal in response to this. I didn't want to get, a better him than me. So I wrote down Sal. I was one of four people who voted Sal. And as it turned out, he got kicked out of the league. He was wounded by this, he, especially by me because I've known him for a long time now. So he, Velvel, as he calls me, why would you do this? Velvel being Yiddish for William. Anyway, my first name. Anyhow, so he kicked me out. So I, we kicked him out of the league. He was hurt. He came back last year, won the thing. I knew that I was on the chopping block on Tuesday night at our big annual draft. He said, I have the four names of the guys. Uh, that voted me out two years ago. I'm going to take two names out and they'll have a competition to see who's out of the league. He took out two names. Neither was mine. One was Tall John. The other was the Dutch Mook. He then announced Dutch Mook and Tall John we're going to do a survivor competition. They both had to walk across the room a private room, we had a bar in in a bar in Hollywood with uh, cups of lemonade atop their heads. Then, when they got to a big table at the end of the room, they had to unfurl a thing uh, that, was, uh, that had puzzle pieces, like very survivory looking, jaggedy kind of pieces. And it was very exciting. It was neck and neck, and who's going to win? Who's going to win? Building the puzzles. It's Tall John. It's the MOOC. It's the MOOC. It's Tall John. Who's going to win? And finally, they finished almost simultaneously. And then you stood back and looked at the puzzle and read it said on there, Sheckmate, see you in 2016, Dave. And that's how I was kicked out of the league. <laughs> wow, that's great!
4: That no, hurt, wasn't great you? at all. Did you take it well? I took it fine.
2: I, you know what? As I, as, as a, I, like a man, as I guaranteed I would, I picked up my computer, I made way out the door without without a word, and but my chin held high, my dignity intact.
4: You'll get him, Al. You'll get him next time. Creep. All right, now let's.
2: I want to put that ugliness behind. Me. At least you're in the fantasy live league where you took Andrew Luck third overall. Third overall. All right, let's get to the confidence pool. That's right, I did take Andrew Luck. I'm a man of my word. I told you all season, off-season long, Andrew Luck and Aaron Rodgers are way better than all the other QBs in fantasy. Now, confidence pool, let's get into it here. If you don't know confidence pool, this is picking all the games and attaching a number to each team based on how confident you are that they're going to win. As you can see there, Packers at Chicago, I think that uh, they're going to make quick work of uh, Jay Cutler without very many weapons in that offense, so I think that that's a good, safe one to make your 15. Also, if you are doing an eliminator pool, the Packers are a a reasonably good choice here. Speaking of which, black tie behind the glass. Lay it on us. We have the Dave Damashek Football Program League lined up and ready to go. We... We request, nay, demand that you, the listener viewer join us in this. It's a season-long thing. Get in there now. Get in there P. We will give you a prize at the end of the year, too. We'll just figure we'll give out
4: a what prize. it's
2: going to be. NFL.com slash Survivor. NFL.com slash Survivor is the Survivor That's how you pool. you get there. And then, and then for the picks pool, NFL.com slash Pick'Em. And then you search for the group DDFP? Yep. You search for the group DDFP. Dave Damashek football program. That's what oh. you do. Dave okay. Damashek yes, football. Are we in well, there? Then. Yes, William. I'm yes, okay. you're in there. You I haven't you made have your to, picks you yet? To join. Oh, I need to make my picks. Get yeah. your picks in, boy. Right. I will. Football Baby is also, his picks will also be featured uh, as a part of that group this year. So be on the lookout for that. Good luck coming in second place because you ain't going to beat him. All right. So next up, let's get back to the uh, to the confidence picks here. Titans and Bucks. I find to be an intriguing game. Obviously, it's Mariota versus Jameis. I'm going with the Bucks because, as I've always said, I believe in Jameis Winston more than I do Mariota. Maybe I'll be proven wrong. Hope so for those uh, Tennessee fans, although I don't know that their team even exists as still. But anyway, you ever met
4: a Tennessee fan?
2: No, indeed. But I do think that the Titans. I mean, I do think that the Bucks are going to win that one in uh, in Tampa. Big debut for Jameis. A few touchdown passes for him. The Bengals at number 11 are going into the East Bay. I struggled with this one. Week one, people who pick games and are very definitive about it, I do find that loco. We never know season to season how these teams are going to be most of the time. I can see the Bengals uh, uh, losing that one to Derek Carr and Amari Cooper. I like the Chiefs narrowly over the Texans. You see the Jets, I don't know. That's a coin flip playing the Browns. The Panthers, I like them. I don't love them this week. And So there you go. They're the numbers I'm assigning and uh, follow those at uh, your own peril. I do think week two and uh, and going ahead, I'll I'll narrow, you know, I'll, I'll zero in, you yeah. know? But I need to see some information. Yeah. I, I as as I've said many times, that August was a lie. You can't watch the preseason games and glean anything from it. I have to see actual football games. It means. But something.
4: this is where this is where those kind of survivor leagues and the pick'em leagues are actually won because if you can get them right in week one, two, three, where you don't know a whole lot about the team. Then you roll through the
2: season. Well, tell us the one, and before we, uh, before we begin the Red Challenge Flag segment for the season, and, by the way, before we get to Willie McGinnis who we're going to talk to. I'm going to ask him. I know I'm not looking forward to it, but I want to get his thoughts on this whole Patriots, the Spygate, the Flategate, all that stuff. And Nate Burleson will be in here for a little players uh, segment here. Nate is going to be catching passes from Dave Damashek against Ike Taylor. I mm. think I can throw a touchdown pass to an NFL wide receiver against an NFL cornerback. So we'll discuss those things in a little bit. But, Handsome, you're taking the uh, the Raiders?
4: I'm taking the Raiders. Look, I you said I think the Bengals are one of your top five. I think the Raiders... In Oakland, they're going to spring a little surprise for us. I think they're going to they're going to. Wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't gutsy. be
3: surprised. That's gutsy. I thought of all the picks, on there, the toughest one is the Chiefs Texans. Hey, yeah. Black
2: Tide just said That's my ear, let's get some energy. The show's a little yeah, flat. It's
4: week one. Come I'm- on. What do you energy. want from us? Yeah, what am I supposed you know, to do, Black? I'm over the really moon. playing here on Thursday.
6: My team, Manchester United, playing this weekend against Liverpool. You know, okay, can United. someone
4: shut his mic off? Yes. <laughs> we need
2: some energy. There we go. United. I got plenty of energy. Yeah. What are you talking We're fine. about? that get Thank energy. You. There
4: we go. There you go.
2: know what I'm excited about? The game I'm most looking forward to, in fact, we should have made it a red challenge flag game, is the AFC playoff preview, the Texans. And, the, and Chiefs. the Chiefs, yes. It's the toughest one to pick, At the 11th right? hour, I because sw- I, I had said, well, I'm off the Texans bandwagon now without Ryan right. Mallett in there, and certainly without Aaron Foster. But now the news, Aaron Foster's ready to roll sooner rather than later, three weeks or so. He'll be back out there. They're going to beat the Indianapolis Colts. Hear me now, believe me later. In but so the they're game. playing the Chiefs. Who have
4: you picked in this game?
2: I'm taking the Chiefs because they're not going to have Aaron Foster. Right. So I'm gonna, going to but let them get a couple games. With Jadavian Clowney. And well, yeah, of course. Now, wait Chiefs. a minute.
3: No, when we did our top 10 quarterbacks heading into 2015, I put Alex Smith number 10. You were not pleased with that pick at all. So you've got to have some
2: faith in the guy if you think the Chiefs are going to be go the Super Bowl. I've never poo pooed Alex Smith. I, I mean, listen, I certainly, I, I what have I said consistently? He had the 49ers in the Super Bowl. If Kyle Williams hadn't fumbled twice, they win that game and they go to the Super Bowl. And it's a yep. completely different history. For uh, for that team and for Colin Kaepernick and by the way that sounds like a what if an NFL there's a new one for you to look at look it up on NFL.com if you
3: think that Alex Smith is only capable of being a game manager which he's the guy that's like associated with that term then you didn't see the Colts wildcard game a couple right. of years of
2: ago I'm yeah. fine I, listen I have no beef with Alex Smith that's you know he now finally has a legitimate pass catcher and Jeremy Macklin. so let's see what he can I'd do. say
4: between Smith. Jamal Charles and Justin Houston—you might have the three most underrated players at their position. There you to go. In the entire NFL. Boy,
2: interesting. And you know, uh, by the way, part of the reason that I really like—I uh, uh, really like this team—is they're going to have—they're going to be able to rally around Eric Berry. That mm-hmm. you know, those stories sound like. Uh, you know so much fluff how's that going to impact anything i think mm-hmm. uh, how many times do you have to hear teams no one outside this locker room thought we could get it done and the patriots are challenged and now they have a chip on their shoulder well similarly i think the chiefs are going to rally around the feel-good story of eric barry and that will propel them to have uh, to have speaking of fun. who
3: hammered the patriots the worst last year the super bowl champs kansas That's right. city chiefs. Right. they're loaded yep. on
2: defense loaded on offense too if they can just protect alex smith a little bit there all right so let's Let's get to it, fellas. At long last, we've made it through six months. At t- at last, it is time for the return of the Red Challenge Flag Pick Segment. Woo! Bring is some the, energy. There's the energy Black Tie, you know, desires. Do you want, should
4: I bring some more energy? I'll show you Please. something which will bring energy to the entire room. Black Tie, not known for producing, normally, has produced... Some red challenge flags. Wow. That's fantastic. This is, I'm if pretty, you're watching this, this. You, you can exactly. Is this a table napkin? I can now? throw can he, this. He stole this from like PF Changs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let me pull the curtain back a little bit. That was actually Will Powell, one of our producers on the podcast team, who made these out of like pillowcases.
3: So he went to PF Changs and took these. No, he went team. to Bed Bath oh. and
4: Beyond. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like just like every NFL head coach. Can I has see one of those? The, you can touch, but I have it back again.
2: Yeah, sure of course you will. It's not really like a. A red flag, red challenge flag. So let's oh, red not point out the, it's like uh, a little ghosty. It's a little red let's ghost. Let's not
4: point out the deficiencies. <laughs> <laughs> the red challenge ghost.
2: Alright, there, there he is. The red challenge ghost. Why, why do
4: we have three apiece? Well, okay. who knows? We, we didn't throw three well, all last season. It's like
2: a <laughs> pretty simple rules. I'm gonna ask one to pick the game. If the other disagrees, he can throw his red challenge flag and tell why <laughs> the original picker is wrong on that one. And we started off with. Ooh, this is a tough game right out of the gate. I'm ready. The Colts at the Bills. Handsome, I start with you. I'm going to pick
4: the Indianapolis Colts.
3: You know, check. I'd love to to start off our (laughs) first segment of the year with a nice heave, but I agree. I think the Colts Uh, are going to win in Buffalo. Again, can't you disagree just at the start (laughs) of the year? I I think the Bills are going to come out a little rusty with Tyrod Taylor. I don't think they're going to be able to keep up. I'm
2: sorry. I agree. Rusty. I think look, never I, played before. He's going to be rusty from what? Rusty from not rusty playing from real, real player.
3: first team defenses. Yeah.
4: There you go. I mean, but that said, I think that they, you know this Colts offense, which everyone's expecting to be a juggernaut, it's going to hit a, a Bill's defense that is also you know pretty much immovable. So uh, yep, it, it's, it's not going to be a blowout by any means. It
2: depends what you expect from the Bills' offense, but right. I mean, you know, accounting for how they're going to deploy Percy Harvin and Sammy Watkins. You know the... But the,
4: all, each, of them, each of those weapons is injured already. It's week one of the season. Mm-hmm. Percy Harvin has a problem. Sammy Watkins has a problem. Sean McCoy has a problem. These, these, are, all, these, are, these are guys you'd want at full strength in week one, and you're going to want at full strength throughout the season. Did I just see Trent Richardson B-roll there for a second? Maybe you did. I, I, wow. <laughs> I think I did. did. Might be a
2: little outdated. You know
3: what? I'll say this, Shaq. You look at the Colts line. It's a mismatch everywhere on that line. Every guy in the Bills front seven is a mismatch for the Colts. So it does make me worry about them, but Andrew Luck is a very mobile quarterback. So at this stage of the game, I'll still take Indy.
2: I'm going to go with the Andy. Colts as well, but uh I think I I'm rooting for Rex Ryan, I'm rooting for the people of Buffalo as I always say as a resident uh, as our resident Steelers fan here, of course that's the team I want to see win the Super Bowl, but if that can't happen, I would like to see the good people of Buffalo finally get their Lombardi trophy. I, I think I, that, agree. I think that's the fan base I root for. I disagree. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You're a Miami Dolphins fan after all. Those will be good games. Miami yeah. Buffalo this year. Let's talk an NFC tilt here. The New Orleans Saints at the Arizona Cardinals. Elliot Harrison. By the way, I love the use of the word tilt. Nobody uses that tilt anymore. Is that is a great one. I right, uh, use it every week now.
3: Please do. I am going to take the Cardinals defense at home against the Saints.
2: All right, handsome. He had to, to work I, in a little bit of info there. He couldn't just say which team he was
4: picking. But right. okay,
2: go ahead, handsome.
4: I'm gonna have to put that. Ah,
1: boo! Because plays I agree. My heart.
4: At the beginning of the season, when we, when, you know, week one, we don't know very much about the teams. One of the things I have to do is say, all right, we've got a team that's going away, going across the country to go and play mm-hmm. Arizona. I just, I, I don't see the Saints doing it. It's, it's uh, it's. I don't feel particularly strong about this pick, but I think the Cardinals will win it. I, I'm excited about seeing Carson Palmer come back again and against that Saints defense. What team
3: could possibly have worse luck than the Cardinals did last right. year? I mean, it, it was horrible for them. They remind me—remember the year the Packers won the Super Bowl and everybody, and everybody went everybody down? That's the way it was for Arizona. But Aaron Rodgers didn't go down right. that year. They lost their quarterback, Arizona. I'm speaking. Ryan well, Lindley
4: couldn't quite do it. Could no, he,
3: he
2: couldn't. <laughs> so far, not too much heat because, uh, by the way, what an ugly uniform matchup this is. Two shades is of red. No, I agree. Two shades um, the, uh, the Cardinals, the thing people keep forgetting about, uh, oh, well, Carson Palmer's back is uh, he's Carson Palmer. He's, uh, you know, he's not, uh, it's not, bad. It's not Aaron Rodgers coming though. back. It's, it's fine. He's fine. He's fine. He's better
4: than Ryan Lindley, yes. He's better yeah. than Drew Stanton, too.
2: Yes, but, he's not, but let's not act as though Carson Palmer is the missing link to this team winning the Super Bowl.
4: Okay. I mean, I, he's the second best quarterback in his division.
2: Mm. Russell Wilson, Carson uh, no. Palmer, I Paul I Kaepernick. I think if I had a choice for just one, I'm not talking for five years even. I think I would take Kaepernick for one. Really?
4: Year. Yeah. I thought you
3: were going to say Nick Foles. Yeah, I really did.
2: <laughs> no, I. You know what? Though, I, I, to, to that point, I might uh, put Carson Palmer fourth in the division. Really? Behind I can't Nick? do that.
4: No, I, I guess I would I put Palmer ahead of Foles, Foles,
2: but I would put Kaepernick ahead of, uh, okay. ahead of Carson Palmer. That's all you. All right, next up, let's get to it. We talk about Russell Wilson and Nick Foles. They're playing one another in St. Louis. Is this the first game of the last year in St. Louis for these Rams? Either way, handsome Hank, Hawks, Rams, how Hawks.
4: Say you? Hawks. Hawks. Hawks.
2: Uh,
3: you know, Hank, I uh I love your football opinion mm-hmm. and uh I, I hate doing this, but uh, once again I see eye to eye with you. I, <laughs> oh, this yeah. is the
2: worst segment. The whole point is for there to be heat. Nice. Don't you understand? Don't you understand <laughs> I will throw Emma the red, behind the glass, glass is a is yes, a so. Syracuse graduate who loves television and movies. This was her focus in school and I'm certain that Emma can tell you that the key to all drama, to all storytelling, is conflict, yes, Emma? Absolutely correct. Every scene has to have conflict right. in it, and you two what
4: well, may as well hold hands. Well, uh, hey, hey Black Tie, tie why, what, why, why don't you
3: yell at her for energy after you yelled yeah. at us?
4: Why don't you holler at her? Let's get some conflict going between us and Dave, then. Wow. Well, if that's what you want.
2: I, listen, I'm Who gonna, would you
4: pick in that game? I'm gonna take the Seattle all right. side, Emma. So good job you, you agreed with us, too. <laughs> Come well, around here, sing Kumbaya with us.
2: I'm, well, I, the, I'm not the one tasked with uh, with butting we'll heads. Players. You see? Okay, well, let's
4: try another. I'm one. I'm just
2: judging. What I'm going to take the Seahawks. I think that um, it's going to be at least for one week. I feel yeah. that the Jimmy Graham experience is going to be. Um, oh, I see what you did. I there. don't. I don't necessarily think he has a big game. I think that he will provide a distraction, something new to contend with for that great defense. And they'll ultimately just lean on Marshawn Lynch. I predict that he gets about 15 or 18 carries, and uh, will near 100 yards there. And even though they don't have Cam Chancellor, they do have most of those defensive pieces back. Nick Foles. I don't. You know who I am. Circle this name though. Tavon Austin. I think this is the year that, that really? he finally. I think a lot of people going. think
4: that. I'd be surprised. I think that it's it year eight for him. I think yeah. I, <laughs> I don't. Know. I think Nick Foles might be. Do you remember when you were a kid? Was there ever something you really wanted to get? It was like a you know a toy, a new thing that you wanted to get, and then when you got it home, you were like, that would look much better when it was in the box. And when I thought about it, and I actually I when can I got it s- home. Yes. I have a feeling Nick. Mine Foles, was
2: Nick, mine. Mine was a, uh, a girl.
4: Oh really? Yeah.
2: I had the. But, it, uh, but okay. I, I was. I, you bought a girl. I, I didn't buy one. <laughs> right. But when I did finally get one, that was not <laughs> I my see. reaction.
3: Okay. Yeah, I got, the, I got the Transformer with the, the one right, that had exactly. the, the, that's that that's the tape cassette. More than, you remember that yeah, one? Yeah, yeah, I, remember I remember what his name yeah. was. Um, like, Rewind. Cassettatron <laughs> or something. <laughs> right, and it turned into a little yeah. bird, but after yeah. I turned into a bird, now right, what? Didn't know what to do, so exactly. I playing that's my Exactly. That's
4: exactly the kind of thing. I think Nick Foles might be like Cassettatron. When you get it, you're like, oh, this is exciting. We've got a new corner. But then when you get in there, you're like, eh, that's not that cool.
2: Yeah, I hear you on that one. But maybe, like I say, maybe if those if that gaggle of receivers. The other thing is, too, they're biding their time until Todd Gurley
4: comes back. Well, they're biding their time until maybe they move elsewhere. Has yeah, Transformer 7 great. come out yet?
2: What are they on? I don't know, but I had an <laughs> Evil can evil thing. I had one of those Four. things. That oh. On his motorcycle, you pull the the pull the cord thing, and Ivo right. Knievel oh, could yeah, make cool. jumps. It was yep. awesome. That is pretty cool. I'm very old. Um, <laughs> all right, next game is the Detroit Lions and the San Diego Chargers. damashek mm-hmm. picking the Detroit Lions to win the NFC North this year. Ooh. Everybody caught up in Aaron Rodgers and it's the— guts. And here come the Vikings and everything else, but it's the Lions that are going to take the division. Elliot Harrison in week one in San Diego— maybe they're making their first game of their last season in their current city how say you the lions falter
4: falter yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, you're not going to like this day but i've got the chargers as well <laughs> i think i mean same 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 theory as you had before the 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 lions going to the west coast to play the chargers in week 1 yeah. As a home team, I'm sorry. I would love to. I'd love to say something different. And Dave.
3: that guy's a big reason why. I love Danny, Danny Woodhead. Woodhead. Danny Woodhead's going to be a fantasy stud. People have written off
2: Melvin Gordon as well after the
4: preseason. I, know. I think that's yeah. bizarre. I, I think Melvin Gordon's going to be just fine.
2: Every remember, August is a lie. Right. You didn't see anything that is relevant to the regular season. Like the Donald wise Browns. sages, yeah, that, that,
4: the wise sages of the Around the NFL podcast I listen to have have complete Melvin Gordon. He's done. He hasn't played <laughs> in the NFL. What are you talking about? <laughs>
2: they also challenge me all the time. Why are you so high on this guy who's never done anything in the NFL? Because I watch college football. That's why. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm extrapolating what I think Ryan Mallett might do. Why do I like Ryan Mallett? Yeah, I know he hasn't done anything in the NFL, but he was terrific at Arkansas against high-end SEC defenses. That is why I hypothesize that he's better than Brian. Well, what about
3: Melvin Gordy? You know, the, the book on Wisconsin running
2: backs, is it true? Do you buy into that? No, I'm not going to buy into that. Although they are, you know, helped have, usually by right. those great offense. But he lines. seems like
4: a different size type of running back than the rest of the Wisconsin running backs.
2: Um, yeah, I like I like his speed. I like yeah. I think he'll he'll be just fine in that uh, in that offense. My pick though, I'm going to say uh, I picked the Lions to win the division. They have to get off on the right foot here. Let's say the Lions get the it right done paw. there. Do you want What's if that? you want to if
4: just for entertainment value throw Give that throw
2: it throw it at us. Yeah, you guys don't use them. Ow. The um, – yeah, thank you. The um, – I think he hit your – Here, hear me of. now again. Yep. This is it. Matt Stafford, Calvin Johnson, magical year for that uh, for that tandem. Right. This is, that's it, and the defense is going to be very good. Next Thanks. up, Thanks, the Ravens, the Broncos, the rematch from the now-departed Raheem Moore game, where Raheem Moore, it wasn't Peyton's fault they lost that game. It was Raheem Moore's, even though one was making – about uh, $150,000, and the other guy was making two, $20 million. Completely even. You can't separate who is more important in, in the outcome of a football game. Anyway, Ravens at the Broncos, Elliot Harrison. House- oh, no, no. Handsome Hank, how say you? I'm trying to make sure I keep it right. Maybe keeping you on your toes like this will change the.
4: Ravens.
2: Oh, okay. All right. I know. I know. Elliot Ravens Harrison. win the game. Elliot Ravens Harrison game. is definitely. I thought for sure you were going to go the way, Ravens. By he the way, the I picked
4: the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl. Like Dave picked the Chiefs. Yeah, I picked the Ravens to get to the Super Bowl.
3: Oh, Dave, I hate to do this to you, but I am just.
4: Yeah, yeah we did it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, who's Joe Flacco going to pull the ball to? Well, we're going to find out on Sunday. Yeah, we're going to find out. <laughs> Marlon Smith, Brown. Steve
3: Smith's a guy I've seen do stuff before. Three catches for 22 yards.
2: Everybody's cracking wise about, like, oh, that uh, that Browns-Jets game could be 6-3. You know what other game could be 6-3? This one. You <laughs> bet. Yeah. You bet, man. Great Denver defense. Yes. Very good uh, Ravens defense against we don't know what. With Peyton. Did you see uh,
3: Von Miller against Seattle in the preseason? It was awesome. And I I love Wade Phillips, the old equation. DJ and I used to talk about this. Backers on backs equals sacks. You're going to see that in Denver this year. And you know what? Manning may not have a good year. This team could still win 10 games because of the defense. I just don't trust Baltimore's offense. However, I'm saying it right now. Ain't no way Justin Forsett was a one-year right. flash and the I, I think, think he's going to be just as good this year.
4: Exactly.
2: Well, that offensive line is terrific. That's yep. the key, as I've said uh, a bunch of times. Ozzie Smith is that MVP. He's the Jenga piece for go. the Baltimore Ravens. If you take him away, that's what would cause that team to blow. I agree. If Michael Robinson says Tom Cable is the MVP of the Seahawks and Ozzie Newsome certainly. I mean, he just keeps them, he keeps them tough on both lines of scrimmage forever. The Broncos, conversely, have... Some serious questions on that. So settle this, right. right? And
4: the Ravens' defense has has the pieces as well to get the pressure on. on All
2: that. that said, I'm going to take the uh, I'm going to take the Broncos at home. That's right? I just think that that I, that where they're going to jingle at the top of the show. I'm the the Broncos are going to be an issue. You know, Bucky Brooks, our pal, says that he questions how rugged they're going to be stopping the run, but. If the Broncos get a lead and they can start uh, rush, uh, letting loose their pass rush, I mean, Shane Ray joining Demarcus Ware mm-hmm. and Von Miller, what's what's going to be the answer from anybody to that? Well, how are you going to stop those three guys coming after you? Especially when they have
3: corners that can hold coverage. Yeah. Uh, I, Denver's defense, I think, legit top five yep. this year.
2: All right. And uh, oh, two more games to go here before we get to Nate Burleson and Willie McGinnis. It's the Giants at the Cowboys. Black Tie chose this game over the Texans and Chiefs because, as he calls it, it's a sexier game. You know he likes it. It is. That he sexy. loves sexy. It's
6: sexy.
4: This is where Odell Beckham made a name for himself. This this fixture last
6: year. That's all you
4: focus fixture. on in this game. I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm excited for United versus Liverpool. And, uh, what does that even? Wait, mean? I don't even I, know please, what that. Please can someone was. take, take the microphone away? Give <laughs>
2: it back to Emma. We're getting closer and closer to Emma taking over yeah, full time Emma on that all, mic.
4: Yeah, we all time.
2: <laughs> all right, Elliot Harrison, this game. How say you? Dallas, 1-0 at home.
3: I don't know what that means. That means they win.
4: I don't, I don't need that. Sorry, Dave. I agree. I think the Cowboys win this one as well. I don't, the, the Giants, we talked about it in our, in our season preview. I think the Giants might um, be really, really stinky on defense, and I think the, the Cowboys are going to put up a lot of points on Sunday night. Prime I mean, time. That, that team
2: made that second-half uh, charge last year, did the Giants – but JPP had a really good season last year. He's not even going to be right. out there, what he's going to be when they come back. It's it, got to be a little bit of a gut punch almost amazing. to be like, oh, the defense to be like, we just got to hold on till JPP. Oh, wait, he's not going to be back for another month. Oh.
4: If you think about that defense when it was winning Super Bowls, you know, you had Strahan and O.C. and Tuck and all these guys, you know, it just seemed to be like an endless yes. line. They could just bring people in there. I mean, now it's just, it's an empty cupboard. There's nothing. And they I don't wouldn't. have the
3: secondary
2: to compensate. Right. Exactly.
4: Well, I'm yeah. going to take the
2: Dallas Cowboys here. For the reason you say. Right. Just, know, what are you gonna do? How are they gonna stop Des Bryant getting off there? It'll be interesting to see how the uh, running back situation shakes out there, though. Kristen Michael by October will take over that position. I don't.
3: Today. I'm not with you there, but I'll tell you I one know guy. You I think is going to have a nice year for Dallas is Terrence Williams. I just don't feel like uh, people talk about him very much. I see a thousand yards, eight touchdowns for him. This I'm year. I, I haven't really to agree, anyone
4: talk about him since you last were on the podcast and talked about
3: that. <laughs> I just think he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a nice season. For him and I'm really excited for Sean Lee to finally
2: have a healthy season. I'm, I'm fingers crossing, crossed. That, yeah, I know jinx them fella um, last game in the red challenge flag segment in week one eagles falcons
4: bird strike <laughs>
2: that's right elliot harrison is it your turn or is it Hansom's? i'm not i thought you're trying to throw us off
4: uh i don't remember you decide
2: oh he took the Cowboys, so it's your turn here round i'm, uh, I'm gonna take
4: the here. eagles
2: eagles in the dome how say you elliot harrison you know hank
3: I want you to know something. Mm -hmm. I I rarely agree with you. Rarely. Mm -hmm. But I think Philadelphia is going to win in Atlanta on Monday Night Football. I do. Look, Look, the Falcons' defense, what are they going to do? Okay, whoever's going up against the Eagles' left tackle is going to get shut out. Okay, they don't have the pass rushers to, to get after Philadelphia. And if Philadelphia has any trouble throwing the ball, okay, you got DeMarco Murray, he gets tired, fine. Bring in Ryan Matthews. At least they're healthy for week one. We know that much. I think I think this is going to be a mismatch for the Falcons D.
2: I know this is just sixty minutes. This isn't the entire season. But like I said on our uh, podcast earlier in the week, just because Gus Bradley didn't immediately go to Jacksonville and turn that team around doesn't mean that Dan Quinn can't do that with I, Atlanta. I don't
4: know why anyone would assume that? And that the re-case. Well, I think people. I think they, I think they, people they're have they're tempered. Linked. Of course, they're linked, but I don't know that that would be. I
2: but I but they both come out of that Seattle right. defense, and so that's what people point to that and think. So if Gus Bradley had gone down to Jacksonville, people would Dan Quinn would be oh this team's going to win the division easily. But because Gus Bradley has started a little slowly, I think people. Pump the brakes a little had, bit, but Quinn has. But of course, qu- the Falcons have way more than right. what the Jags had when Bradley
4: arrived. Quinn down on there. offense has more than Bradley has been able to assemble in in three right. seasons.
3: You know what? I think nothing speaks more to the proliferation of the of fantasy football than the Foles Bradford trade. Because wouldn't you agree? On paper, Rams defense clearly better than the Eagles. Sure. Okay. These quarterbacks are traded one for one, right? So the Rams actually should have a better shot with Nick Foles, but I bet you Sam Bradford got 100 times, no exaggeration, 100 times more coverage in the preseason than Nick Foles did from the media. Yet these quarterbacks were traded straight up. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about Nick I mean, I would say that has to do with Chip Kelly. Right, but it's still weird, is it not?
4: Is Philly clearly better than St. Louis? I think also people wanted to see Sam Bradford. You know, Sam Bradford's basically a question mark to a lot of people because he's been injured for the last essentially two years. Here's the
2: thing. Uh, What I said, I said, uh, I think, to you the other day was, for all the talk about DeMarco Murray and Sam Bradford, Ryan Matthews, and so on, the other addition, not just Luke Kuechly, but I think that defense is, is the best in that division. I think the Eagles' defense is why the Eagles are going to win the division. I'm,
3: I'm okay with that, but throwing the stats out of it, let's just talk about being a good quarterback and winning games. Who has the better season, Bradford or Foles? Bradford. Is that Bradford. clear to you?
4: Yeah.
2: I mean, if he stays healthy. I don't think it's it's a, so much. Of, and
4: that's not about Sam Bradford. If you just said they're both in a, in a made-up imaginary offense— the same one, then I think probably they're about as talented as each other. But we've seen anyone who goes in Chip Kelly's system is going to throw for a ton of yards. I mean, like maybe statistically statistically, he's going to have a way better season.
3: I'm just wondering if we're all underestimating Nick Foles a little bit. I mean, two years ago when he put up the, what was it, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions, people were all over the guy. Last year he played hurt. He played through injury. He had, a, a, I think, a deep contusion on his shoulder. Like, he, he had some problems.
2: I'll, and he tries to play through. It'll be very interesting. I look forward to watching him uh, take the field in Los Angeles one year from now. In the meantime, I will take the Atlanta Falcons in the dome to get off on the right foot. Wow. Okay. There's that pick. Handsome Hank, Elliot Harrison. Follow them on Twitter. Do all the jazz that way. Fellas, good job. And we have uh, we have now, like, what, 19 more weeks to yeah. go of the Red Challenge Flag segment. Let's hold on to them. I've still got Hit to Hit the words. bricks, though, fellas, because here they come. It's time for players only, plus me. Coming in, Willie McGinnis and Nate Burleson. Dave, da da Clearly is an auspicious occasion. Football is back, and joining us to kibitz about it, two legends here around NFL media, nay, the football universe. First of all, our old pal here, Who's one day going to catch a touchdown pass from Dave Damashek's left arm? We'll talk about that in a minute.
6: <laughs> Nate Burleson, what's the poop with you, fella? I'm just chilling, man. Glad to be here. A pleasure to I see know you're you. I'm really excited about that. Catching the uh, pass from and, and we're going up against Ike Taylor. We'll get to Ooh. the details too. We gotta get your Ooh. opinion on Let's it. Let's say Ooh. hi to this guy <laughs> yeah, also. <laughs> Ooh.
2: A guy who just got his red jacket from the New England Patriots. And as I tweeted, just an hors d'oeuvre to get in a gold one of those mm. at some point soon. Looking forward to that. Willie McGinnis, what's the poop with you, man? I'm here hanging out with you, Dave. What's going on? Nothing. Well, like I say, muzzle tough on getting the red jacket. That's a pretty it's a start. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah. Why, though, did the New England Patriots, named after the U.S. Revolutionary soldiers, would they give out a red coat? We defeated the red coats in the Revolutionary War. Well, you Weird. can't
5: give out a coat, uh, gold jacket, right? So what is it? Gonna be a white or a blue or I don't red. know Well, that's part <laughs> of the questions. I mean, that's our colors. Red. It's like a so gray. go blue. There's a gray. There's a there's a like a, a dark blue and there's a, a red.
2: Well, you know my feelings. They should just go back to Pat Patriot snapping the ball instead of. I like that too. That's the old school. Elvis. But yeah. guess
5: what? I'm not the boss over there. The boss calls the shots. So
6: Check, can I jump in here real quick? Because me and Willie, we don't get too much time to talk when we're on TV. It's, it's business as usual. But um, I got a question, bro. And this is just me being a guy who's a fan. Right. And I played some years in the league and had some good times, but when you first got in the league, was that your goal? Was that your goal to like go down in Hall of Fame and then possibly no, go to the Hall of Fame? No, my, my Was that in the back of
5: your head at all? No, no, nothing that had to do with individualism or individual success. It was about winning a championship. You know, I played the sport to win Lombardi's and win Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. So I, I look at all the, all the accolades and everything that, that's come with that, whether it's Pro Bowls and all the other stuff, it's just icing on the cake. My, my goal was to win a Super Bowl. I mean, I think that's what all young kids want to do when you get in the NFL.
6: But then there's, there's a point where you realize, like when I was a junior in college, I know it's two completely different things. There was a point in my season where I realized, Damn, I could make it to the league. Like yeah, I, I was the chance. same way. I so didn't like, think about. I didn't to think Hall about the draft. When yeah. did it? When did it click in your head? Where? And I'm possibly gonna go down as one of the more legendary
5: Patriots, or possibly Hall of Fame. NFL well, when World. my name started popping up on those ballots people start nominating me you know for that that's what i really started
2: you know it. what it is interesting and by the way nate you don't have to uh, you know ask if it's okay to ask questions I, just, I want you guys
6: i think that i think about that stuff when shit. i when i kick it with him because you know how many times i get a chance to ask sure. those questions so.
2: i love it that's what i want to do with the, you know ike taylor maurice jones drew you michael robinson willie heath everybody else You know, please, pretend like I'm not even here if you have a question. We do that all the time, Dave.
5: (laughs) When we see you in the calf, when we see you in the green room, we just pretend you're not even there. He says hi, and we just walk by. (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) He work here? Yeah. Who is the guy with the beard? (laughs) Oh, that's Dave. <laughs> Words hurt, fellas.
2: hey willie real quick before i want to whatever you want to talk about but i i gotta ask you it's uncomfortable for me to ask all this stuff that's coming out this week with the patriots anything the, is yeah. it my thing is this is bad news for the rest of the nfl we saw what happened last time the patriots played with the shoulder
5: but it's, it's always something and you know the thing from a player point of view that um, you know, I always say, if, if, we, if we knew the answers to the test, it would have been five Super Bowls and not mm. three. Mm. Um, all the hard work that went into what we accomplished, the individual battles that we, we, we had on the field and out-executing, out-hitting, out-smarting teams, um, you know, it just takes, the, the stuff that's going on now kind of takes away, it had nothing to do with players. That was more of a team thing, I guess, all the information I was found. Um, I was gone, Right. And that team in 2007, after all the things that happened with Spygate, went undefeated up until the Super Bowl. So, I mean, you can, you can look at it a bunch of different ways. As um, far as a player, I know what I put into to getting, to, to doing my part and, and the other guys who I played with. And uh, nobody ever came in, handed us sheets or or boards saying, "This is all the plays that we're going to see today." We got this from the team we're facing, and that, that never occurred.
2: Do you think, both of you guys, do you feel like on some level someone's out to get the Patriots?
6: Well, first of all, let me say you just made a comment. And I thought you was about to lose your cool because you said nobody handed us shh. Sh- Sheets. I'm like, oh, no. (laughs) No. But that's the same way, too. However, you want to phrase that. Nobody handed y'all nothing. Y'all went out and they earned that. This is the way I look at it because I I love sports, you know, and I'm a historian of sports. I remember when the Bulls were on top. No matter how good they were, the, what was it, the 82 and 10 season, Mm -hmm. uh, when they just dominated the league, people still hated them. When the Lakers were on top, people still hated them. I remember Jay Z saying, I know what it feels like to be a Laker. And I feel like that with the Patriots. Even though I never played for the New England Patriots, in the back of my mind, there was a little part of me that always wanted to get that call when I was a free agent. I knew that players hated on the Patriots. They hate on winners. When losers lose, they try to figure out all the reasons why they lose. And the first thing you do is point to the throne and say, I'm going to throw these rocks until it lands. And then they're waiting for the Patriots to respond. So that's how I feel. I'm not saying that because Willie's here. I'm just saying it because that's how I feel. People look at winners and they figure out a reason.
5: Is there validity to it? Who knows?
6: I, I'm not. There. But they got fined and there. they
5: pay and, and and they served whatever whatever it was for for Spygate. But still, success that that happened that year up until now. So, what excuse are you going to make for all that? Like you you can't keep making excuses. And you made a good point. You know, the one thing I said I learned from my father and certain coaches was. The only people that make a lot of excuses are the teams that are losing or players that are losing all the time. Hmm. So I learned at a young age never make excuses. When you lose, you lose. Uh, you you got beat, and try to get better next time. Figure out a way not to lose. Don't leave it in the refs' hands. All those all those cliche, all those things you've heard right. in football talk. And uh, somebody beat us. We never. I never made excuses. Somebody dominated me a one on one matchup or beat me. I never made excuses, but like, all right, you got me that one time. It's not going to happen again. I promise you that, you know, Mm. so. You know,
6: it's funny you say that, bro, because what was the undefeated year when Moss was there, right? 2007, 2007. And everybody had them counted as winning it again. And, oh, man, the first undefeated team since Miami, they lost. And mum was the word. It was hushed when the New England Patriots lost. No excuses. No excuses, zero. It was almost like they internalized it, got angry, and was like, man, you know what? We're going to fix it. Whatever it was, we're going to fix it. We're not going to figure out. What we need to fix in the process or the journey, and try to point the finger, they just kept quiet, and, and it was almost like, damn, we just woke a sleeping giant up, you know.
5: Well, well, something that's even more relevant: the AFC Championship against Denver, when Akib Talib got hurt, and all the players, all the receivers, everybody got hurt for the New York Patriots. Not once did you hear say, hey, "Because of all the all the injuries, right? We we're, we're not ready for this game, or we don't have enough weapons for this game." No, they 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 got prepared, they went out and they went out, they went out and played the game and they lost, and that's all they said. Hey, Denver Broncos was a better team than we were today. Mm-hmm. They didn't talk about all the injuries, all the losses, none of that. Well, they did talk about the illegal hit by West. <laughs> 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 illegal pick. That was it. Yeah.
2: Well, all right, listen. this It's no fun to talk about that. It's football season. I like to talk about football. Right. So let's get into it. And Willie, since you're not up to speed on this, I contend that I could go from the five-yard line, I could throw a touchdown pass to Nate Burleson, with Ike Taylor covering
5: him in the red zone, right? That's right. Okay, in the red zone. i was thinking about from your five yard line, so that would that would have been. I could
2: do that too. No, no, wait, 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 wait don't, go to... no, wait. don't no, don't, don't, don't go too far. Don't go too far, Dave. Hey, no, wait, wait, wait. So,
5: <laughs> so here's the setup. We're gonna actually do this. We're
6: gonna get the cameras out there. He's on the five red zone, one on one. Me and Ike. Now I just say we got the advantage because you know I get I get to run the route I want to run. I'm looking at Ike's leverage. If he goes right. inside, I'm going to
5: hit him one two step. I'm going to go to the pylon. Shouldn't give away the game. The game game plan. plan, right? You're okay. right because he
6: might center me up and put his hands. me.
5: that's that's. Now, is that gamemanship? If, if, if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm Ike.
2: If Ike hears it. And right.
5: he tells me what he's going to do, and I write that down and tell our players, is that cheating or gamemanship?
2: Destroy this. I don't want Ike Taylor to find no, out that, about this. That's just facts, saying. though. That's facts. It's a good well, point. The thing, and that's I one like thing.
5: If you was in our locker room, you would never do that. Don't ever tell them what you're gonna do. Which is yep. the number one rule with the Patriots. Don't talk.
2: Ryan Shazier announces to the world, like, what we're gonna do is jam Gronk at the line. Well, why would you? <laughs> why would
1: you them? say why that? You
6: tell them. <laughs> why did you? We we can't stop him any other way, so we're gonna put our hands on them, try to disrupt them at the line of scrimmage. Now you're telling okay. them. What they're what, gonna, so what they're
5: gonna do? They're gonna put them in motion. They're gonna move right. them off the ball. They're and, gonna do. And, a lot what, of
6: and what's that tell Gronk? I need to get lower at the line of scrimmage. Get my hands up. Ready to fight. I'm gonna be more
2: aggressive, more combative when I run my routes in the beginning of this game. I'm just worried though. The one thing for you, Nate, is I just want you to be prepared. I'm gonna put that ball on. Uh-oh. You, you know? First of all, <laughs> you just gotta be ready. I think <laughs> you're down. Boom,
6: fastball. Little you know? Lefty, calm down, because that's your new nickname, Little Lefty, all right? But here, not here's, that little I'm fat. <laughs> and here's the thing, though. He said, so he takes it a step further, because the conversation, you know, Shaq gets he gets all geeked up and right. the accident comes out. If you don't have a wrestling?
5: Pittsburgh. What, what what quarterback from the Steelers are you gonna jersey are you gonna wear?
2: I, I haven't rendered it. I might go Tebow to get inside oh, Taylor's head. Wow. That's wow. How you no, but listen,
6: <laughs> he took it a step further and said, all right, so this is what I can do against the worst defense in the NFL. Oh, I can start a drive on the 20 or 30, take them all the way down good. and
2: score a touchdown. That's what I can what? do, Willie. That's I said, first I you got to get the snap, bro. Like, Give me the Dallas Cowboys offensive line. I'll I'm hand looking, the ball to Christian Michael. I'm looking if they're
5: pumping a certain kind of gas in this room. <laughs> no, no. Room. Hand off screen passes. <laughs> I was just looking to see if pigs Yeah, like, like. I'm, I'm not crazy. I'm not throwing the ball
2: every play. I'm going to hand it off. Oh, some okay. Screen passes. But then at one point Screen I go. Passes and all one short. Po- but still, he <laughs> still got a dog, a
6: winning drive. You can't that's against the NFL defense. Hey Dez, NFL defense. Dez, the Dez, worst.
2: This is the one. That's what I'll do. I'm just gonna give him the w- w- I'm gonna go to. I'm gonna go to Des. This is it. Oh, and go, then oh, I go up top. To
6: Dez. Randall the
5: Cunningham, the little smile on the, on the line you.
6: No, no. He said in the
2: huddle,
5: he's gonna
6: call the play and go like this. Hey Dez, this is the this one. So you gonna he. tell the other three receivers, hey decoy Dez, I'm throwing it to. That'll work. Nobody does that yeah, in the NFL. Yeah, that's not good. That's not a good look. I told you y'all be a little more subtle. Y'all get in the huddle, call the play, throw your favorite receiver wink like, bro, I got you.
5: Right, that's not a good look. Because everybody's always open.
2: Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see how it goes. First, I'll throw the touchdown pass to you. Then maybe the Cowboys will let me go under center against the NFL's worst defense, and I'll show the world. Cowboys. All you doubters I, are feeling I bad. I
5: noticed you, you picked the Cowboys because of that offensive line. Oh,
2: I'm, you know what? I'm a lot like Brady and I, you got to keep me clean. I'm not Russell Wilson. Right. Is, there any scram- is there
5: any scramble involved in this? Uh, no, he's behind the need- Dallas Cowboys line. He doesn't
2: have to doesn't scramble. Have Nobody's going to gonna touch him. If I need to. If I need to scramble. What, what was that? what it is. So, <laughs> I, I, that's all I can show. Is you. that a Harlem Shake? That's all I'm going to show. I don't know you. you had that in you. Hey, anyway, we talked about this before, Nate. Let's do it. Super Bowl champion uh, a few times over now. Something you and I started talking about about two months ago. Let's decide, myth or reality. What do you need to have to win a Super Bowl? Not get to the playoffs. Realty what does a team need to have? Elite QB. Uh, 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 you
5: don't have to be elite. But you have to be a good quarterback that makes good decisions that take care of the football.
2: Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because Flacco snuck through there. He had that. He had
5: weekend. a mediocre season, but he had an elite playoff run. Okay. Dilfer. So, go ahead, throw Dilfer in there.
2: Well, I almost feel like that's a different area. Brad Even though Johnson. It was only a few years ago. I know it was a handful. Brad of Johnson. The game's changed quite a bit it since has. then. It has. Yeah. And I feel like since the 21st century... Was well, Russell
5: Wilson... Okay, is Russell Wilson an elite quarterback?
2: You either have to have, like you say, a guy who doesn't turn the ball over and a dynamite defense, or you have to have a QB who can just carry you through the, right. the tough spots, and, and the numbers will bear that out. Brady, Roethlisberger, Rodgers, Peyton uh, Brees. Brees. Those are, and, and Russell Indian, Wilson. What about
5: Indianapolis. You said Peyton with that Indianapolis team?
6: Yeah, but those, de- got, those are the two. That teams wasn't that won- a great defense, though.
2: No, in de- Yeah, no, so you, at least you have the great QB, to and the, and the receivers, the, and the weapons. But I
6: think, you need, I think you need a good QB, decision maker, efficient guy, but I think you also need one skill player. It could be a tight end, it could be a wide receiver, running back. It'd be Marshawn more than Lynch.
5: You need more than one. Patriots? You need more Last than one. Last year? Yeah, but offensively. Yep. Name, name their. I'm talking about one dominant skill player. Not One not, dominant. Let me get let me let me. Edelman was played out of his mind. Could have been an MVP. Gronk is dominant. Vereen went crazy.
6: Yeah, okay. but Vereen and, and
2: Edelman wouldn't do that. I don't think on why the not? They Browns. did it. Are we
6: talking the journey they, or the Super Bowl game? We talking the it. journey there or the Super Bowl game? They did. Are we talking, it. The did Are we talking it. about team? I'm just saying. Well, here's the thing. You got to have think, one consistent guy. Well, who was it. just a. But, but here's the
5: thing. Depending on who you play, the game plan is going to change. So when they play Baltimore, it wasn't a running game. It was a, it was a pass game. We're going to open you up and pass because that defense was stopping a run and, and pretty tough up front. When it was Indy, it was, we're going to get 230 yards on you, whatever that number was. We're going we're to pound you on the ground game because we don't think you could stop it, and we're going to have fewer passes, and we're going to go big or whatever the case may be. In the Super Bowl, it was a mixture of both, yeah. but then – when Simon and Lane went down, it was like we're going to take advantage. We're going to spread you out, and we're going to dink and dunk and get down the field. And make
6: That's it all hard. facts, Willie. But the constant
5: every game was Gronk, which means you got to
6: have one guy. I think you take Gronk like,
2: away, that yeah, that offense struck We never, just like we, you take Marshawn we have, away.
5: We didn't have a Gronk when we won our Super Bowl, our three Super Bowls.
2: But the defense was way. better. Yeah,
5: but better. we did, we 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 had David Givens, we had Deion Branch, we mm-hmm. had Troy Brown. Not to take anything away from them. No, we had a solid tight end, a good blocking tight end. Uh, Did you guys have his, Jermaine?
6: Was Jermaine there? Jermaine, Jermaine was a, And he, wasn't, he was just the guy that was Dan, running routes.
5: Dan was another one. Like, uh, Watson was on the team of pup. He wasn't a starter. But I'm just saying, there was no... Gronk. There was no just... Randy Moss. When Randy Moss and West came to the Patriots, was, that's remember they went undefeated, but they didn't win the Super Bowl.
2: But the Patriots last year and the Seahawks of the last couple of years have not had that high-end pass catcher. So that's something we can but scratch see, out. You don't have, but to see, have that. that.
5: That's, that's what we have to stop doing because if you don't come into the league that high-end pass catcher, but you can develop into that. So that's why Doug Baldwin and Kurse and all those guys get so fired up because we say, okay, you guys didn't start off a Calvin Johnson or right, Des right, Brown or whatever. Right. But if you watch the course of their career the last three years, these guys have become pretty much household names because a lot of people say what they're not and what they can't be. Mm. But they make big catches. Look in, look, look in the NFC Championship game. Wilson sat in the pocket and delivered a, a strike yeah. to a not high-end guy who you're talking about to win the football game after after all. The, with the With the game on the line against one of their better cornerbacks – and these guys have an opportunity to make, their, to make their name through what they do on the field. A lot of times we keep going on with that theme, but a marquee name. we had three Super Bowls. And at first they were saying, oh, the first one, they talked about all the high-end names on the other side. All that did was fuel the machine over here with us. You know, we had a guy who was stepping in for Drew's six-round draft choice. You can't tell me who the running back was. You know, we had some players on defense, and our defense was our foundation and our staple. But nobody would jump out there and say, "Oh, they just got this dynamic player; he's the best." Nobody was talking that. It was like we're going to get blew out. It's going to be you're going to <laughs> be down thirty.
4: You're
5: going to be down thirty points by halftime. That's what we were hearing. So mm. allow for guys That's to make, point, n- allow allow for guys to make names for themselves, although they may not start off that way.
2: Yeah, well, Tom Brady. He—I heard he was a six-round draft pick. Another one, Antonio Brown. Another guy. There
5: you go. There's Not a bunch of Navarro Bowman, a third rounder. I can go down the line. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Pharrell Davis, Super listen, Bowl winner. You yeah. guys Excellent. have to go
2: do your fancy TV stuff. Not nearly enough time. I, no, I, man, I, I wish we had hours. another
5: thirty seconds with you. We gotta do. We got
2: <laughs> I had a quick. I had a, I had
6: a
5: quick question for the I guys, though. I've
6: been
1: talking about this all off I'm a check.
2: nerdy guy, and this is what Willie does to me. <laughs> hey, listen. We'll do more of it. We'll talk forever. Hey, you know what? You should look up Patriots fans right now if you're feeling embattled. We talked last January. Heath Evans, Willie McGinnis, and I. We did 45 minutes. It was gangbuster stuff, all about how cool a guy Tom Brady was, is on top. That, that,
5: that
6: it was a good, that was really a good, good show. stuff. I encourage you to show. dig that
2: up. Nate Burleson always doing dynamite work on NFL Network and all. The hey, NFL next NFL time practice. coming
6: in is pure story time.
2: That's all I wanted, just the stories. That's what I love. I'm trying
6: to get some stories out of Willie. See, Willie like a vault, <laughs> man. You I don't understand. I'll be in the green room picking his brain. And he's That's Belichick
2: in getting in his head. He's got to just tell us all the stories. That's it. All right, Willie McGinnis, Nate Burleson, thanks so much. Enjoy your teams this year, fellas.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better.